0: Hello and welcome to Clone Yourself. If you haven't checked out the pilot podcast, please go back and listen to the first podcast because that's going to give you a little foundation on what to expect with this podcast. So with that, I want to tell you about what to expect in this specific episode. We're going to be talking about who a VA actually is and what they can do for you. Now, the first thing I want to address is that virtual assistants are people. A lot of times, myself included, even when I wrote the notes for this podcast, I go I wrote cover what is a VA. You know, a lot of times people will say that and I will say it as well. And the thing is we don't oftentimes Think of VAs as people. And I want to make this extremely we- er, clear because that sounds like a weird thing to say, but if you're familiar with the website Fiverr.com where you can go and pay five bucks for to get anything done, um, it's not a website I endorse for virtual assistants. It's something I use maybe once a few times a year for like little things here and there, but it's not my go-to to to find VAs. In a future podcast, I'll tell you exactly where to go, the best uh, agencies to work with for virtual assistants, but that we're not there yet. We're not ready to actually hire yet. This is a sequential podcast and right now we're not there yet. So anyways, talking about Fiverr, you know, a lot of times if you've ever gotten something done on fiverr for five bucks by va you don't know who they are you know and a lot of us have um a lot of us that dip our feet in the water with vas but haven't actually cracked the code on vas will go fiverr and we won't even recognize their name because usually they have usernames that are really odd so if you were to ask a friend like oh how would you get that done oh I used Fiverr oh what was the person's name oh I don't know their name well what was their username I don't know something weird like it, you don't actually think of them as people you just think about getting tasks done because we're in a go 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 world that's so fast paced that you know we're like oh I just paid five bucks and I got done and now it's back and we don't think about how we got that you know that's just the world we live in I have another podcast called soul seeker that's about mindfulness slowing down spirituality and that type of stuff so if you are into that type of stuff check out soul seeker and as a business owner i think it's very important to um try meditation it's definitely helped me as a business owner uh because i definitely for one need to slow down but anyways the point is In this fast-paced world and of getting things delivered on demand quickly like you can do with virtual assistants, oftentimes we don't actually think of them as people. But a matter of fact, obviously, VAs are people. So I think it's very important that we realize that they're people. And not only that, we think of our VAs similarly to employees and I'm going to get into the mindset shift mindset shift of thinking VA of thinking about VAs as employees. But before they do, before I do, I would like to give you my definition of what a VA is. And bear with me here as I read this word for word. So virtual assistant, what is a VA? It's someone who works as a freelancer remotely to assist in growing your business. The skills of VAs are as creative as you can imagine. If you can dream up a task you'll be able to find a VA to help. And you know that it couldn't be a more true statement because you can get VAs to do anything. And I don't even like the way I said that because it sounds wrong and sounds like you're taking advantage of people. So I'm going to rephrase that, but you can get VAs to help with anything. I think that sounds a little bit better. But I've seen people get relationship advice from virtual assistants. You can get research done. Like maybe if you're like me and you don't like uh, comparing hotel rates and flight rates, you can uh, ask a VA to help you with that. You can literally get so much done. With an employee, you need to give them benefits. I'm talking about the health benefits. I'm talking about the bonuses. I'm talking about PTO. I'm talking about... Paying them for when you don't have work to give them. Because let's be real. If you're a solopreneur or entrepreneur or small business owner, because my demographic is those things. It's the solopreneurs, the the small business owners, the side hustle masters, and the content creators. You know, we tend to work in smaller teams obviously and our business fluctuates sometimes we'll be busier and sometimes we have our slow season well guess what in our slow season our employees aren't going to be okay with us cutting their hours we still need to pay them for those hours so what do we do well we find tasks for them to do to justify paying them and that is why i believe that employees generally speaking, That's a big key here. Generally speaking, are jack of all trades, whereas virtual assistants come in as mercenaries. They come in as specialists. So, for example, think about it this way: your employee or your business is slower right now, so you ask your employee to learn um, Facebook ads or something that you don't do regularly or something that you want to do, and you're just trying to find them. Find something for them to do that's going to help your bottom line. Well, now all of a sudden you're paying your employee to learn it, which there's nothing wrong about that because I'm all about advancing as a society in general and especially your team. So learning is key, but you're paying them to learn. And then there's the learning curve that comes with that, with the mistakes. And then even when they do figure it out, they're never going to be a master at it. I rather... To use a virtual assistant that is a specialist in this specific task. So what I would do, and I haven't gotten into Facebook ads yet. I just pulled a random thing, but I would hire a A virtual assistant that knew Facebook ads. So I'm hiring a specialist. So do you see the difference how employees are jack of all trades, whereas a VA can be a specialist? If you start looking at your business in terms of a specialist, you can start seeing where you can identify roles. Maybe it's a specialist for accounting purposes, or maybe it's a specialist for a specific specific point of marketing, whether it be graphic design and another point being email marketing, or you just work with one virtual assistant for most of your marketing tasks. It could be sales in copying and pasting um, cold email templates. It could be so many things and it's, it's truly just countless, the type of things that virtual assistants can do. And when you start thinking about it subconsciously, you're going to start looking at the tasks that you're doing and start realizing, man, this is a time-sucking task. Like, this is not my secret sauce. Because as a business owner and as the, the person in charge of this this machine that you're driving You want to focus on your secret sauce. And your secret sauce is doing what you are best at. For me, for example, I am best at creating content. I need to be doubling down on the podcasts I create, on the blogs that I write, on the videos that I produce. This is where I spend the most amount of time, where I should be. If I am uh, building a website or if I'm using Canva for graphic design, that's not a great use of my time. For example, whether it's yourself or you have an employee and you're using, I'm just throwing Canva out. No no shade to Canva. Canva is great. It's a great tool and I do highly suggest it. I just don't expect. I'd suggest you doing it, unless that is your business and you're a graphic designer. But then at that point, you should be using Illustrator, right? So anyways, Canva, if I were to make a design on Canva, it would probably take me maybe an hour. Let's just say an hour, depending on what the design is. Well, as a business owner, I think that we should be valuing our time at $100 an hour. So that just cost me $100 an hour of my time. Well, if I hired a graphic design virtual assistant that is a specialist at working in graphic design, usually that rate will be somewhere around $25. Let's just say $30 to be fair, right? They, I think it's also fair to say they can do it in the, half, the time that you can do it. So let's say 30 minutes. Well, if you're paying them $30 an hour and it took them 30 minutes, you paid them $15 that would have cost you an hour of your time, which is equivalent to $100. $100 minus 15, that's $85 savings. And I realize what what you may be thinking is, uh, hey, I'm just a small business owner and I'd rather do the extra work and spend that hour Versus pay someone 15 bucks. And I get that. I get that. No matter where you're at. That's a that's a valid um, objection to what I'm saying. But you also have to think about your mental state. How many hours are you working in a day? Is you doing that graphic design? Is that going to generate you revenue? If not, then you should not be doing that task. And I don't like the word should. And I'm going to use it there. That's how passionate I am about that. So... This episode is just to open your eyes on what a virtual assistant can do. Now, another thing that people often ask is, where are these people now that we know they're people, right? Well, they can be anywhere in the world. And oftentimes people think of VAs as being overseas, like in India or the Philippines. And that's true. But really... These are all over the world. I mean, if you think about it, you're working remotely. So it could be an American working in Thailand, right? Or it could be any type of situation. So one of the things I actually like about working with virtual assistants that are another side of the world is that it truly does feel like I'm cloning myself because they're working while I, while I sleep. And I'm working while they sleep. And I know you may be thinking, well, no, I I work at, you know, midnight. And sometimes we do work late. We burn the midnight oil. But let's be real. None of us consistently work 24-7, you know what I mean? So... I think it's uh, pretty cool to have someone else working on a project that speeds it up and then you wake up in the morning and be like, oh, wow, wow, this is cool that that's complete. And another thing you may be thinking is like, man, this sounds like a job if I'm going to have to start managing emails and whatnot. But hey, that's why we got into business, right? We didn't get into business to be business owners so that we could be a slave to our business, be an employee to our business. We got into business so that we could build a well-oiled machine that runs itself so that we can work less, so that we can play more. VAs will not only help you to work less, you'll actually make more because you're going to notice that you're spending time in your secret sauce, in your strengths, which is directly tied to generating revenue. So that's a pretty magical thing. And like all things, good things don't happen overnight. You know, there's going to be growing pains. Here's another way that virtual assistants are similar to employees. And this is something that is key for us to think about. When we hire employees, we put time into thinking about what tasks they're going to do. We put time into planning for their training program. We put time into the new hire process in their first day. I'm not saying that with a virtual assistant, you have to go all out and send them a care package uh, with a bunch of swag and say, welcome, Johnny, or whatever their name is, right, um, to the team. But the idea is that we want to be patient with them. You know, a lot of us with virtual assistants, we think it's a quick overnight fix. But I know you, and you know that there is no such thing as an overnight success, And that's the same thing with virtual assistants. And if you've had employees or in the past when you've been an employee, you know what it's like to be onboarded. And when you've had managers that are slow and patient, and when you've had managers that are not slow and patient, we want to be the manager that is slow and patient because we are in it for the long run. And this is my way of saying expect mistakes because anytime you hire an employee, you should expect mistakes. Mistakes will happen. It's called a learning curve. And that's what it's going to be with virtual assistants or new employees. So I think the more we get into our mind that virtual assistants, it's not a, what is a VA? It's a, who is a VA? Who is this person that I'm bringing onto my team? Because if you work with them slowly and patiently, you will come to an understanding of how work together. You will show them how you like to work. You will train them to work within your way and they will pick up on your patience. No one wants a manager that is micromanaging or that gets frustrated easily. So remember that VAs are people too. One of the last things I want to touch on uh, about working with virtual assistants is low overhead. Now, whether or not you have an office you pay for, if you move toward a VA business model, where which means not having any employees, just all VAs, or if you keep your current employees and you just hire a few VAs here and there, or if you currently don't have any VAs at all and you're just trying to bring someone on, you're going to save money because it's less overhead. I mean physically butts in seats overhead. Think about it. I know office supplies is a dying industry and a lot of us don't use as much office supplies, but you're not going to be paying for their office supplies. And believe it or not, actually come from the office supply industry and cleaning and break room, everything from soap, uh, paper towels to toilet paper, including the break room with the creamers and the coffee and the snacks, all that type of stuff. No longer are you paying for it amazing, right? But that's a small section. The bigger magic is in the computer. You're not buying the computer, the chair, the desk, any of that information, or information, any of those products. The VAs have their own home office that they're working out of, or maybe they're working out of a Starbucks. Whatever their specific situation is, that's their specific situation. You're saving the overhead. They're making their hours. Everyone is happy. So I think it's important to touch on the low overhead aspect and finally after talking about low overhead I want to talk about burnout working with VAs is going to prevent burnout because I know I know what it's like I've been there and sometimes I'm still there you just think oh it's so much quicker if I just do this myself that is one of the worst things we can do and this is what I'm talking about a mind sh- mindset shift of thinking about VAs Anytime you think, oh man, I can just do that myself, you need to rewire the way your brain is thinking. Because usually, when we're talking about those tasks, those are the tasks that are the tedious uh, tasks that are easy to get done, but they're time sucking. And you know the stuff I'm talking about the re If you are a content marketer, you know what it's like to. Enter a blog into your website and then rekey the share into all social media platforms or your social media scheduler that you use or rekey it into a LinkedIn article or even a Medium post. There's a lot of wasted time there. And that's just one quick example. So we are burning ourselves out with all these extra tedious tasks that we just do ourselves because it's so easy for us to do, whereas us taking a little bit of time up front to map out a way we could have someone else do it and teach and train them to do it our specific way. Because remember, that's not your secret sauce. Your secret sauce and your strength is actually writing that blog post. Anyone can share it. You can create a Google Sheet with your call to action or I should say your caption for all the social media that has your authentic voice, right? And someone else can use that sheet to actually schedule it out. It doesn't have to be you. So for right now, I really just want you to be thinking about your weaknesses where you're spending time on tedious tasks and just to start thinking about Ways that virtual assistants might be able to build a new lifestyle for yourself. We're not at a point where we're ready to hire a virtual assistant. Right now, if you're subconsciously thinking about VAs and subconsciously thinking about what your life will look like when you get your time back and when you're working less so that you can sell more and play more, then you're at the perfect spot. Because my friends, I don't want you to be overwhelmed. This is not something that should be overwhelming. It's something that we're in for the long term, just like hiring employees. Another way VAs are similar to employees. We're in for the long term. So remember that. And in closing for this first podcast, this first full episode, I have homework for you, which I'm going to have homework for you every episode. And this week it is to leave a review could you please leave a review on itunes or whatever podcast app you're using to listen to this podcast by leaving a review it helps others find the podcast and a rising tide lifts all ships in other words we're in this together I want to bring this to the masses. I want to help more people. And if I'm helping you, could you help more people find the podcast? So that's number one. Number two is following up on last week uh, about the accountability buddy i mentioned the pilot podcast and if you forgot i mentioned to find an accountability buddy to work with vas together in other words i'm sure you have a friend in business who has a similar situation to you where you're starting to feel overwhelmed and that person can totally relate well would you share this podcast with them and tell them hey i found this really great podcast that's going to teach me how to work with vas so I can work less, make more, so I can play more. And I know you would like it to. I feel a little overwhelmed and intimidated on the topic of virtual assistants. I think we should go th- through this together. So I highly encourage you to find an accountability partner and share this podcast with them. And remember, I am always here to talk and to help you. I'm your guide in this journey. You are the hero. I'm just simply your guide. So find a time that works for you by using uh, my link on in the show notes to schedule a call and I'm happy to talk anytime or just send me an email finally last thing is to check out the clone yourself blog you can find the link in the show notes or go to clone yourself the letter U, dot com, slash blog clone yourself the letter U, dot com, slash blog here you will find some actionable blogs that will give you insights and tips and ideas on how to work with VAs if you're ready to take action so with that my friends thank you so much for listening thank you so much for investing in yourself take the time to be grateful that you are taking this massive action that is going to free up more time realize that's a marathon and not a sprint thank you again